Hello, so welcome to Back with a Bang again. You have my host, Charlie Walden. The host, Charlie Walden. My host, the host, Charlie Walden. And co-host, Joe McGlade. Joe, it's another podcast, mate. Another one. We're back again. Uh, how you doing? Got to be back. Got to, got to bang him out. Yeah, mate. Bang him out. Nothing else to do. Listen, we were sat this all this morning doing college work. Then we've been out in the snow. And we've come back now to graft out the podcast. This is what you call true dedication, isn't it, Joe? It is, it is as it goes, yeah. Mate, how good is it now? We've got this, we've got snow. We've got snow. It's been forget it. I've been out of scrapping in the snow. I don't know about you, but I'm loving it. <laughs> I went out earlier, took some pictures, chased dog about and that, took snow balls up river. I went on field, it, everyone was sledding. It it were good to be fair. I didn't really I'm not too fussed about the snow, but I think because it's been so long, I've enjoyed it today. It's just I mean, been fun to go in. It's come at like a perfect time as well, hasn't it? We know we've like we can't do anything and stuff, and it's just a good time. You've got five members now. You can like me and brother been outside with a snow, massive snowball fight, like spearing each other and like mate going after it. You know what I mean? But it's come at a good time, hasn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. To be fair, I don't usually like so I don't usually enjoy snow, but today I think it's just because it's been like crap and it really crap crap years. We haven't had snow, but like you've just said, since it's been we've had nothing to do. It's just been good to get out. People's been out, cars have been sliding all over road. So everyone's been out. I think, you know, if it had come a couple of weeks ago before lockdown, I think I think not too many people would be bothered, you know, because we've been confined in the house and yeah. it's only out for an essential sort of thing. You know, everyone's like, everyone's out in it, do you know what I mean? So it's come at a good time. I, everyone around and feel like they were sliding down ill. There were just people walking dogs, people going for a walk. And this was only like, what, half an hour ago, so it was still pretty dark. But everyone were out, it was just... Good to see just everyone talking and uh, everyone out walking dogs. It was just fun, just a fun atmosphere at Anfield. I think something I haven't done in years build a snowman, and I'm, I'm convinced it, if it gets a little bit more, mate, I might do one. Do you know what I mean? Just have a go at it. I don't know if you've ever, have you ever oh, done yeah. a snowman before. I presume you have. But. <laughs> I haven't built one since I was like, what, nine? I think maybe in my back garden that was it, but like, might have to jump in it. You no, know, I mean, few snow angels on garden and that, see what that's about. Yeah, I don't. I used to. I used to. I'm sending to you. I did one when I was about nine, and uh, it got destroyed. So I was fucking heartbroken, mate. <laughs> I was absolutely heartbroken. <laughs> so I never did it again. Do you know what I mean, I was like, I, yeah, and some dickhead comes and destroys it. I mean, come on, show a bit of respect. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, to be fair, when I see a snowman, it's like, boot that, boot that fucker off it. <laughs> yeah, you nah. got a spear and kick it, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, mate, of course. You know, if I had a sledge, I'd be sledging right now down the roads, mate. I'd be having a banging time, for sure. It's, that's what everyone's on field now, just across the road. Oh, it's all they're doing is sledging, but, like, our road's kind of slushing out. It's just kind of slushing. Everyone's on field sledging, sledding. Oh, really? What, down your end? Yeah, yeah, it's, like, right, sludgy, so everyone's on field, like, just snowing on that, um, thinking on that, because field's got, like, bare steep hills. See, so everyone's on him, and then obviously Norfolk's probably a bit busy as well. Oh, sick. Well, well, that's pretty good. Like I say, everyone, hope everyone's enjoying the snow. I, I know I yeah. went out, I had to change my clothes and everything. So I was absolutely soaking in it. Caught, caught a snowball right to the eye, and then a fall right to the eye. So, a few wound injuries, but we move, we move, <laughs> as they say. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've got a few topics to discuss today. Uh, we did a lot of planning for this one. Uh, this could be another narrow one, I'm guessing. So, um, we've got a We'll start the early one off then. So uh, today, uh, a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago, Boris Johnson came out and said um, that lockdown restrictions could be tightened. Um, so I looked to looked look the story up uh, to see how they could be tightened. Uh, the first one is Joe curfews. Now, 
And I don't see a curfew being too early. Like we had a we had a curfew for bars, don't we, with 10 p.m. But it, yeah. I would say about 9 or 10 p.m. again, curfew. What do you think of that? I think in Belfast, um, I got told that they had a curfew at 8 p.m. So everyone had to be in at 8 p.m. And I feel like I know a lot of conspiracy theorists are going to say like this is the government trying to control us even more than what they are now with the masks and everything. Like, come on, a curfew. That's like some black mirror stuff that like you don't know what's going to be next. Like this is this is pretty interesting. I think it's going to have a lot of people a bit angry, I'd say. Yeah, but they don't help the case when 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 people do say like you are trying to control us. Like, I don't know what a curfew is going to do really. Like, who's going out anyway? Eight or nine o'clock. I think it's a pointless it's a pointless idea for me because at the minute pubs are yeah. shut, restaurants are shut, Macadies are shut, shops are sh- shops are shut, everything's shut, and no one's going out anyway because everyone's getting fine now. So I d- I, d- oh, I, d- I just think that's a pointless rule. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. Like, like you've just said, no shops are out or open. So I wonder what he's thinking is with this. Like, if no, I don't, I, I know for a fact that there's not many people around my area going out or out anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Playing football or out. Like, no one's really out. Like, no one's really mixing. So I don't know what, what's happening here. To be what I think yeah. it is, is I think he, he has these ideas of starting a lockdown with, obviously, we've got yeah, curfews, nurseries being shut, sport bubbles. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But, I think he has these ideas and he sends them out to the media and he gives them to the media. And obviously, yeah. some we've always felt like this in last one before, but some parts of the media are either Labour or Conservative. I'm not sure which left or right. I'm a bit stupid in that. So, mm-hmm. which one is it? Which one's left and which one's right? Um, right's Conservatives. No, yeah, right's Conservatives and left's Labour. So I always remember because of that Boris Johnson. Yeah, that's the one because I would everyone say, I don't know what that means, but yeah, so obviously. There's people. There's some people to the right, some people to the left, and I think he gives them the, the stuff that he wants to get out and see what the reaction is first to the right. Because that's be honest, he's not the, he ain't a strict um, um, prime minister. He's he's a, he listens to the people too much. That's that's his issue. Like everyone's come out and said it. Like he doesn't. He's a people pleaser, and that's his problem. He's a majority people pleaser, and. Yeah. That's what my issue with him as well is he, he needs he needs to make his mind up sort of thing. And I think this is what he's doing. He's testing it out with these different papers and seeing what the reaction is. And I, think, I don't think you will go ahead with the curfew. But whereas I think I what, what we're going to come to now is support bubbles. They're still happening. So you can obviously meet from another house, with another house, oh, as yeah. long as they're in their support bubble. A single adult household or, or a couple with a child can meet with yeah. another household of any size. And I do yeah. think they will cut that off because in the first lockdown, they, they cut that off, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, they did. You couldn't meet with anyone, could you? Like, it was just, literally just lockdown, like... No, no meeting with anyone. And then obviously, I think in July or something, they started at least saying you can go outside, meet with six people, that sort of stuff. But like, I don't get why restrictions aren't tight now when this is the worst cases we've had, even before it peaked back in like, last March. I don't get why they aren't stronger now. They need to be stronger now. They should have been stronger earlier. Maybe it wouldn't have got out of hand like this. No, I, I, obviously I have different opinions. I don't want to go on a massive rant on a COVID-19 and get this massive spark went off because I'm just not in, not in the mood for going into COVID-19 today. It's yeah. one of them things. But um, I do agree with you on that sense that if he was going to do it, he should have done it earlier. He should, he should have waited until yeah. all Christmas, put us all locked down into Christmas and the new year. And the worst time to put me in the new year, put people in lockdown, is in the new year after Christmas for people. And I've had that good time. Now you put me in that depression mode again of, oh, we got a lockdown again. If it's yeah, it should have done it earlier. Yeah, exactly. Like, as soon as it started spiking in September, he should have gone, you know what, October, we're going on lockdown, we're going to try and get rid of it again. 
But no, he decided to leave shops open. He left schools, colleges, all that open. It's just look what's happened. I think it's been proven that I mean, he's gone. I feel for the uh, well, the, I think the professional athletes can train. So, in any professional yeah. sense, athletes can train. But I feel for the amateurs because I tell you what, something now. We're just going to go on a tangent a little bit. In Chesterfield, I know you, you might know a few in your area, but there's a couple. There's a few boxers. I well, I train MMA gym in and I train with a lot of fighters there. So the belts of Bert Jenkins, Luke Walters, Comrade Walters, Ben Kelly, the likes of them, and obviously Taylor String a different gym, but. They, they all treat this like pros. Like I can say, when I go to, the, they are at the gym twice a day, every day, and oh, wow. they're serious. They're, they're dieting, they keep weight watch. That they, they are, they're basically professionals, but they have an amateur career first, obviously, yeah. because that's the way to go. So they're basically professional anyway, the way they live, and they're not allowed to train. Now I feel that's wrong. There should be some sort oh, of yeah, thing just to, to, to let them train because they are elite athletes as well. I think their yeah. their career has been halted. They just need that big opportunity to take it to the next level, don't they, really? Like, they just need that one big step ahead. But, like, I feel like if they just stick with the bubbles, they do what they can, then it, it should be allowed for any athlete, no matter what. If Exactly. Keep a training. There should be training bubbles for these athletes. Yeah. They should have a certain amount of training partners with the coaches they can train. 100%, yeah, because if, if, like you said, proper boxing is still going on, so why can't like amateurs go at it like if they just follow restrictions th that should surely be allowed? Like I know I shouldn't be allowed to train. I'm not a fighter, but this is holding me. This is holding me as well because I wanted to fight this year. Yeah. And this is this is all, I that, can't yeah. train now. I've probably for two months now. I can't train. And this is gonna be the same. Exactly. This is gonna. Well, it's definitely gonna be pushed back. Like I don't plan I'm gonna fight this year now with two months off training. Like we'll see how we am. But because these yeah. other fighters like. Of top level who are working out, they have to take two months off training. Two months, and when I know everyone's doing the same thing, yeah. when, when you're trying to catch up and you're trying to get to that certain level, hey, two months makes a man, make a week makes yeah. a massive difference. Like when I'm gone for a week, you know about it, let alone two months. That's a loss. That they're just gonna have to try and do what they can, aren't they? In lockdown, like they're just gonna have to keep going at it, keep, keep the grind. And here's the next thing that annoys me about that as well. Yeah. One hour exercise a week limit being brought into play apparently in a couple That's of weeks. A week. One hour exercise a day, sorry, being for, for being brought into play. Now I think that's a load of shit. Um, yeah, no one really listened to that in the first one, did they? Well, people didn't go out, but loads of people were out on bike rides, and I, I seen it like when I went to on um, to Rotherham and that there were just people on the bike track and everything like. It's just. Get it again. That's not listening to professional. That's not listening to the athletes because the athletes, but they need to get the conditioning. They need to be on one of them runs, biking, out uh, doing work. Yeah. If they're like one exercise per day, one hour exercise, what does that say to them? There's been a lot of targeting on gyms and combat sport gyms. And I just feel it's wrong because if you look at the stats, yeah, they they're not really coming out of gyms. They're really coming out of schools, education systems. Yeah, they are. It's literally come out of schools, isn't it? Like gyms have been fine shops have been fine it's literally come out of schools and colleges and unis like that that is the main source of where it spiked from as soon as everyone went back that spiked we tried blaming it on the er thing but that got proven it wasn't that it was literally as soon as everyone went back to schools and that it, and I, i'm not being funny i don't get our schools and that couldn't do online lessons surely that could be um adjusted so people could do online lessons in school there's no way they could not do that yeah, exactly. And I don't know about you from personal experience, but I know you actually, I think I do know actually, you was quarantined, weren't you? Because your brother had been in contact. Yeah. Like my brother yeah. was off for two weeks because the whole, like 40 people in the school had had it. This yeah, just shows, man. Yeah. Yeah, just... I think my brother went back for what, 
four or five week and over a hundred and something kids in the entire school um, had to quarantine. And that was just a couple of weeks back. It's because after school, the meet, the going with different bubbles and everything, aren't they? So you can't even stop it. Yeah, and, and I know it's just always contradicting itself. Like they're saying, like PE, they train together, they mix together, they, they contact and that. But you come off the PE pitch, she's got assistance. I'm sorry, but you just be, you've just been mixing. Like, how does that work then? Like, if it's one rule, you've got to do one rule for everything. You can't keep going blurred lines and saying, yeah, well, you, you can mix in, tra- in training, but yeah, you can you can social distance. Like that. I mean, that just wipes away social distance for me because I don't believe in that social <laughs> distance crap because everyone's mixing with everyone really and. I don't think, and if you're yeah. wearing a mask, I'd say these masks are so good, it should make a difference. Well, like, like I've said before, apparently you didn't need to wear them at the start, did you? Because they wasn't good enough, but now you have to wear them, but they wasn't good enough at the start. So what changed? What what changed that, that round? Exactly, but I just feel like the combat sport gyms, there's been barely any spread coming out of these gyms. And I don't know a single person know, yeah, in my gym, gym yeah. who's been ill for COVID-19. And I, I know for a fact, I know... I know um, my dad went to this gym and he was doing it in Norfolk Park and like, why can't that carry on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously not when it's bad weather, but why can't that still go on? In Norfolk Park, you've got two metres distance. What's stopping them from training? Yeah, they should say, like, if you're going to train, like, this would be a fair idea. If you, we'll, we'll abide by your rules if you help us out. This is why MMA gyms don't want to listen to the government and boxing gyms don't want to listen to the government because there's no consideration for them. It's just, you, you put up with it and that's it. Leave it. You put up with it. Your livelihood doesn't matter to us. Okay, and I know lives are at stake, but there's a way to to help everybody. Okay, and I don't think that oh. they made that effort with the combat sport world, where they have other hospitality, other departments. They haven't made that effort with the combat sport world. I don't believe there could yeah. be a way where you say, listen, if the weather's bad, you can't train. If the weather's bad, you can't train. But if you want to go in a park in the day and do some work, you can do that. If you're outside, that, that, yeah, that should be allowed, hundred percent. Even in lockdown, I mean it. <laughs> Like when we go in the gym, we're temp checked and like it's always safe. Like listen, it's all safe. Hand sanitizer, you, you put your temperature down, if your temperature's above certain amount, you go out. And listen, that's we not nobody have a cold in the gym. No one's had COVID. And still the gyms are the first places to be targeted. Yeah. Yeah, they are, yeah. Like this I know a lot of people's I've seen a lot of people on show, social media complain about gyms getting shut. Because obviously people who own like these small gyms and that, like who do combat sport, they'll be losing money, won't they? Because Government's not really supporting them, so it's got to be tough on them. All these big gyms are going to be all right because don't forget, as well, at the start of the new year, that's when gyms really start to get money in because everyone wants to do it for the new year's revolution, and that's but this year they can't do that because of lockdown again, exactly. Mate. And the thing is, everyone says to me, Well, why don't you just why don't you listen? Why don't you listen to why don't you believe off of this? And why do you have different views? And I get all this argument going back and forth for a lot of people. Well, here's why, and it's a prime example of why I don't trust the government. I don't trust this government at the minute. Matt Hancock's on GMB yesterday morning, like an absolute idiot. He's on there and he's been asked about, and I don't know why he doesn't help. He he never helps himself. He seems like he's a nice guy generally. He seems like he's a nice guy, but he's just not, at the minute he's just doing a poor job of it. Poor yeah, job at the minute in the press. About him. Like he seems like a nice guy. Like if you look at him, he's got like he's got a good character. But not yeah. now is not the time to be smiling on GMB when you're being asked about serious topics. Like Piers Morgan's asking him, well, if why did you vote against the uh, school meals? And he just gave him the same answer. Well, I'm Phil, we got the school meals over the line. Well, he didn't get it over the line. He voted against it. And when he's asked about it, you can see he's being smug. He's laughing. Yeah. I mean, how? 
Like, I'm trying to watch some serious news. Get some, I'm trying to listen to the health secretary here. I'm trying to listen to the government health secretary, who we're all yeah. supposed to trust and not listen who to. Who owns the NHS? Well, runs the NHS and everything. It was like the top dog for that. Exactly. And, I, and he's been asked a serious question, and he's there struggling not to laugh about because he because he won't answer a question. Answer the question. Yeah. Answer the question. It wasn't an hard question. He just stated his reasons why he believed that he the school meal shouldn't have ever been a thing. Then listen, fair enough. His bad is right. At least he told the truth. Opinion, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But him, you don't him not saying anything makes it even worse, in my opinion. And laughing, like you said, speaking and laughing. Being, uh, that that's bad. Like if he was serious, if he was being serious, and he was like really serious about it, and he was like, well, and he just he gave that same answer. And listen, fair enough. He doesn't want to answer the question. But being yeah. smug about it is like he thought it was funny. The whole situation about the school meals. That's not uh, funny. Like you want nah, to, you, yeah. like Piers Morgan, I'm glad he pulled him up on it because I'm not his biggest fan recently with some of the things, but he, he does pull people up on it. Like I do like Piers Morgan, but recently I don't. There's been a few things that annoy me a little bit, but yeah, um, he does pull people up on it when they're not answering a question, and I'm glad he pulled him up on it. And it's a couple of times he's done it now. He always pesters Piers Morgan. He'll always want to get the answer that he wants out of you. But, but yeah, like it just annoys me when he goes on GMB because. Like I want to hear, want, we want to hear what he's got to say. Like these supporters want to hear what he's got to say and want to know, have an update. And he's just there, like, like laughing, and I just don't get it, you know. All politicians are like that, though, aren't they? They don't give you a straight up answer. They always dance around the question. They'll never give you the answer you want. They always try and go around it. They never, if it's a good question, a good detailed question, they'll never answer it. Never. Yeah, that's what they are known best for. It's a, it's a, it's the sad truth, I'm afraid, but. I hope, he would, I hope he does better next time because it's just getting difficult to watch his interviews at this point. You're yeah. going to see him, he's, barely, he's struggling to play, hold a laugh in, and it's just annoying, really. But yeah, it's We will move on to... Uh, so I've got a couple of topics here which were actually listed in a post I put out yesterday on the Instagram for some topics to discuss. Um, so lockdown 1.0 memories. I mean, I know it was a tough one for everybody, but... It was tough one for me, but I had actually a good time in lockdown 1.0. I, love, I loved lockdown one, that. I'm not being able to see my like great granny or go go over to my island and go over to Ireland and see my granny like that were tough, but like lockdown one were amazing. Like I can't, I can't say it wasn't the sun. There were music. It was just you could go out, go out bike riding, basketball. I, I loved it. I well, if this year wasn't like so bad at the end, it'd be one of my favorite years. Oh, it's like might be weird, but for me, I loved lockdown one. It was just vibe, staying up to like five in the morning or five. When the sun's coming up, you know a lot about that, Charlie. The birds chirping. It, I loved it. One experience. The birds chirping. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I mean, lockdown one was sick for me. Like, it started really weird. Like, I had this bird yeah. I went out with, and then that's what was I was in. I made a lazy face, face for a while. I got stopping up to like 9 a.m. <laughs> waking up at like 7 p.m. It was just tragic, <laughs> mate. And then a mate of mine was like, Do you want to come out on bikes? Mate, I never looked back from there. I did like 100 miles in a week. And anyway, we, we did bits on that. We we went far on them bike rides. Like, Rover Valley, you came, you came down here. We, that, they were bike rides then. And like I said, everyone, I think if you ask most people, they'll say they enjoyed lockdown one just, just for the sun. The, the, it was just vibes. Like, what a fantastic, like, start. Like, if you didn't do, if you didn't bike in lockdown one, like, my mates did it better, best. Like, what the hell were you doing? Because that was it was so good, mate. Like everyone was out. Like, I remember, like I just first started just doing a few miles on my bike. I was like, oh, I'll just do ten miles from my yeah. with my mates, and then then it, then it, then it started. Oh, let's do let's go chats with thirty miles, <sighs> mate. That killed me the first. That's the first time <laughs> I've done like thirty miles on a bike, mate. It's just all in one go. We went to them. I had a good good uh, crack at chats and play. To be fair, that was a good time. But 
coming oh, coming yeah. back, mate. All these big fuck off hills, mate. <sighs> I would die. He's coming back. Going back is tough. I, when I went to Rother Valley, like obviously when we went around Manor and that, and then we went to Rother Valley and went like I forgot the area, but Norfolk, Hansworth. Yeah, 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 Hansworth and that. We all went all through there, didn't we? And then coming back at the start, I was I was feeling it. My, my body was just carrying me, but then when I got to Hansworth, I was done. I think I didn't even. I was just oh, oh, what young. was it? We got to uh, was that we've been to Norfolk Park playing basketball and football all day, weren't we? And yeah, uh, let, me, let me bite it down to that shop, didn't we? And I was like proper pest, and you kind of like, come on, come to River Valley for a bit. Yeah, come yeah. to River Valley for a bit. And I was like, oh, and, nah, I, nah, and nah, I said nah, to Keen, I was like, these two will be I'm fucking not. hanging in a minute, watch. <laughs> so we started buying it, mate. And then you get tired of it, you were kind of like, I can't go no more. I can't go no more. <laughs> we're done. I'm like, come oh, on, you're done on the way. But I, don't I, I literally don't think I pedaled. I think I just drove down the hill and pushed it back. I was knackered. I was no, done. To be fair, mate, like it was same for me. Like it, it was like, always that point when I when I, after I've been like, on a long day, like, it was that was a forty mile that day. That was a big one for me. Yeah, like, that that, mate, that hurt me, mate. Ah, but anyway, I was coming back. It was flat all the way back on Rubber Valley, all the way flat. Yeah. There's this always point I get to like when I've been doing a long bike ride where mate, I'm like fucking hanging. I'm I'm dying. My body's my body's shutting down. Like I've got all this music blasting, just trying to keep me going, mate. But I was dying that day. I went. When, I trust me when I say like. After that, yeah, day, I oh, yeah. walk for a couple of days. I was going dizzy. I had to stop off at Asda and get a drink because I I, I felt like I was going to pass out. I had to get some sugar or something because I had no drinks. And it went like 28 degrees that day. Like, was it wasn't even... It was rotten. I think I drank both bottles of water, so I got two bottles of Lucas Aid. I was... Oh, my God. That day was... It was fun, but on the way back, it was tough. Do you know what's crazy? No, the next day, like, I couldn't walk for a couple of days. Like, <laughs> the, the day after that, after, after I finally recovered, I thought, fuck, you know, I'm going to start running. Why not? Why not start running? Worst idea, that, mate. Worst idea. I pack, I knack my knees in before running. That's oh, why yeah. that's how it is. That's why I quit playing football. But, um, yeah, so I decided to do a run. I thought, oh, I'll do three miles, quick three miles. Um, so I, I had this Strava on. And obviously, everyone used Strava, didn't they, lockdown? Yeah, and, right, Strava, and I'm running, I'm running away, and I thought, and I get to three miles, I thought, this is fucking easy, you know, I'll keep going, keep going, keep going. And I just kept running, next minute, mate, four, four, four and a half miles, I'm like, shit, I've got four and a half miles, I'm like, fucking hell, I've got to go back now. Impressive, so I'm running back, man. mate, I've done nine miles, mate, That's it. I've never, not run for like years. I mean, when I mean, I was being yeah. sick when I got home, all of them, mate. Sick all over, like. Oh, wow, I didn't know you were sick. Yeah, man, I felt so weird. Cause I know, you know, you've never done it before. Like, you got about your legs are just yeah, jelly. Yeah. Like, everything's tight. Everything, mate. That's. Well, a lot of people got really fit in the lockdown. A lockdown one was positive experience for a lot of people. I, that's what I mean. I mean, in, at the start of lockdown, but I started doing exercise and not about the bike ride. Just, I used to go on runs and that. Like, I used to do a f- few laps around my field, and I enjoyed it. Like, it was, it was a good experience. But then. I think after that, and then in September when obviously we had college and that, you don't have as much time. So it's like the weather isn't as good either. So like you don't you don't go outside as much. Like it, but it, it, like, so this second, second lockdown, which was what in November, like that one was just awful. And this <sighs> one, mate, that well, that was terrible to be honest. That was horrendous. Like I don't, I don't even know what I did for that. You know, I didn't remember what I did. Like yeah, what watched anime and basketball. I think that right. Like lockdown one, mate. Like, I can remember everything I did. It was, yeah. it was one of the best experiences of my life, man. That sounds terrible because a lot of people, like, struggled through it. But for me, like, I made yeah, it yeah. count. I made that time count. And I didn't break any massive rules. Like, obviously, you may have bumped into each other every now and then with social distancing. Yeah. But no one ever, I didn't, we never got ill. No one ever got ill. No, never. None of my family members got ill. 
no one didn't... came close in my family. Like literally, no one came close. Like, the thing is, as well, yeah, same. Yeah, go, carry on, mate. Oh, sorry. Um, I like this second one. My brother, like, like you said, he got in contact with someone. He was sat next to someone who had it, but like in the first one, no one, no, no one went near it. Like, even though, like, so like, sometimes we had like my nan round and my uncle round, but there were still two meters outside. No one caught it. Like even my neighbors and that. Like no one caught it. It's weird how more people caught it around my area now than what they did when it was at its peak in the summer. But that's the problem. Because I mean, when in March, a lot of people believed in it, and a lot of people was really like uh, fearful yeah. of it, including myself. Like in March, like I would admit, I was terrified of the thing. I was yeah, like, I don't want to catch that. But there was no way I sit in the house all the time. But I was, mate, I was terrified of the thing until a good, until a good like. September, like, I was like really yeah, still, yeah, still like yeah. I'm still thinking about it in the back of the bed. Yeah, because you don't. I know you've got like a night. What is it like a ninety-nine percent chance of surviving if you're young? But when all these things start to come out and all these little th- things the government have lied about, that's yeah. when I start to get doubts in my head, and that's what a lot of people have had. That's why, if it is the cases are going up, because people are getting doubts, like including myself, I'm doubtful now of what anything they say, and I've done oh, a lot yeah. of research and other studies and other theories, like I told you, but. I That's mean, the issue, the I start, think. At the start, like, I was obviously believing it, but then I started believing, like, wow, this is just negativity. Like, it's just deaths all the time. And when I looked, like, I know you've just said you did. When I looked into it, I was like, yo, you know what? This is interesting. Like, the news is making it scared. There were big, there were bigger stuff going on at the time. You know what I mean? There were, like, um, I've seen an ominous, you know, that famous hacking group hacked Ralph Family's files and everything. There were the Hollywood Jeff Repstein stuff, what didn't get played at all, even though there were actors who were there all the time. There were bigger, bigger stuff going on at the time, but the news didn't touch that a single bit. Like, and then, like, I think there is a massive conspiracy saying, like, I believe now that COVID was made in a lab. Like, that's my opinion. It was definitely made in a lab. There were no way it's from a wet market. Yeah, that's sort of similar theory to that, mate. I am similar. I think it's been produced on purpose. Right? But I don't know how, but I think some someone has produced this on purpose. And it's you can't for, tell me for a bigger Charles, reason. It's been what well, since the Spanish flu, like nineteen twelve. That was the last one from the mark from the flu, um, wet market. It's took another what decade, century for it to happen again. Which come on, man, that there's there's no way that's possible. Yeah, there's no way, mate. And. I don't believe as well that someone that last year was the first time someone ever at a bat. Oh yeah, no way! Like I've seen videos of him eating every, everything. One where the the in gardening something, then they just take a bird out and eat it, like a mutual baby bird. I mean, not, to be honest with you, I won't be surprised if it did come from China because of the way they eat a lot of them. I, I do believe it came from China. I do believe they invented it, like, but I don't think it came from a wet market at all. There's no way, no way for that. Yeah, when I seen that uh, idiot abroad when he went through ch- China, did yeah, that egg? Disgusting, <laughs> mate. Like, a never... fetus, sorry, it's not even an egg; it was a fetus. Like, it, it's just put. I'd never go to China. Like, well, I, I, that's that's actually wrong. With that. There is some nice things in China. It looks good, doesn't it? Like, it's just for me. I don't think I'd eat some of the food. Like, I'd eat obviously some, but I'd be careful what I eat. Like, but yeah, I'd, I'd go to China definitely. Like, definitely. I'd, Moving on from that, we'll get we'll get rid of this negativity now. I just wanted to get that out of the way. It's, we can't actually ignore that it's not there because yeah. this is, this shit is all still here and it is still going on in the world. Yeah. So it's important to talk about it at the start. Uh, an interesting point you brought up yesterday, Joe. Uh, cinemas, uh, obviously, I think I think cinemas out a lot. Yeah. It's probably one of the safest safer plays you can go if you're looking at uh, statistics and stuff. Um, but apparently, there's been a projected global box office lost 
loss of five billion. It's gutting. Like I love cinema. I used to. Well, it felt feels years ago, but like, ever like last. I think last time I went was last December, and I think it was Star Wars. You know, like 20, 2019. I think same, it was Star Wars. Same. That's when it wrapped. Yeah, I think that's last time I went to cinema. But it feels so long ago. It was amazing. I love going to the cinema. You go get tango ice blast, your popcorn, nachos, like. Everyone's there. Like, it, it were amazing. And I thought at this, like in August, they could have opened cinemas back up. You've got masks on, but you've got two meters distance. I think cinemas were big enough to start letting some people back in, but they kept, they've kept them closed. And now cinemas are losing more money because I've heard more companies want to send them out to streaming sites now because they think they're going to get more money from it, which obviously I think people, most people would prefer if it got put on Netflix or Disney or Amazon. I think people would prefer that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think one of the issues is like they are safe. There is like there's so many seats in the cinema, like so I mean, they never get filled anyway, unless it's a big, big premiere and it's the first night. Like they never yeah, get exactly. filled anyway. Yeah. When I go to the cinema, I've never been to a full cinema really. I don't believe. I've may maybe when the Avengers. when the actually to be fair, when Force Awakens came out, that was full. We watched it on the premiere night. When that came out, that was full. Oh wow. Because it was like massive it was massively fucking like expected and oh, everyone was really yeah. excited for it. But um I think the problem is the prices, mate, they're too expensive. Yeah. Oh, Way yeah, too expensive. The new world's like £11 for an adult. And plus, if you want to buy popcorn, that's like, what, four? Five or six quid. Yeah, Tango Ice Blast is like, what, £4.20 for a large one. Like, I, I, I know people say, like, cinema's a lot of money. To, and it is. It's an expensive day out if you, when you think about it. Because like, obviously, you might want to go for something to eat before. Like, it's, it's an expensive day out. That's the, issue. That's the issue. I don't think they thought about that when I think they just thought, oh, let's keep the prices, yeah. people will eventually come. But listen, people are struggling for money. People are being furloughed. They're losing 20% of their wages. Yeah. People have been sat, they've lost their job. I know I don't even know if I've had a job. But listen, today, uh, I was kicked out of my bloody work group as well as a lot of other people. Right? So I don't even know if I got my job anymore. Oh, do you mean? So, yeah, so listen, like, that's the first comment. I've not even had a conversation with my boss, so I don't know what's going on, but... Um, Exactly. So people can't afford to pay them sort of ridiculous prices. They should, like everyone else is, cut down the prices a little bit. Because otherwise... They should have done the that thing at cinema, I think. I think that would have made it, you know what I mean? Like, cut the half price on cinema. Like, surely that would have boosted it a bit. Because look, look how yeah. good that was. Yeah, it, it was a nightmare to work in, I tell you. But it was a good good for himself when I'm actually going to a place to eat. I'll tell you that. But can I'll, they recover, Joe? Do you believe they I can don't... recover? can't not not we are companies looking to spread them out to like i know wonder woman got put out onto um hbo's account mulan that costed 30 pound though on disney plus like that's expensive for a film you know what i mean but i think i don't think they're going to recover and it'll be tough because i did enjoy going to the cinema but if this is if this lockdown goes on for as long as the first one i think i don't think they can recover at all it'll, it's going to be tough i know some in america shit already what about the idea of an outside cinema, a drive-in cinema? What do you think of that? See, yeah, I, cinema, see if they've got some place, the cinema world could definitely do that, because you know what I mean? Like, that, that'd be a smart idea. Or, yeah, they all could, to be fair. Yeah, you could take that. Knock down the buildings, mate. I know it sounds weird. Knock down the buildings. I, just, I don't know. I just probably don't know. That's probably a bad idea. But find a spot. 
you can find movies yeah. and you can find a spot where you can get a load of cars in. Make the cars are fine to be next to each other. There's no nothing's happening there. You know what I mean? If you're going to sell yeah. popcorn, sell it on the cheap, people can bring it to you in masks, gloves. I mean, that's a good idea. Like, that happens in America. That can happen, mate. What do you think of that? Like, I think that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, that's a fantastic idea. I didn't think of that. I know, like, America's done it, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go to the cinema for that. Like, it'd like, be amazing. And it's open during lockdown as well. Like, you can only see one. You can only see one film. You gotta have all your information tracked, so you make sure you're not been more than once. You can see one film a week, and it's cheap. You come in and watch a film. Yeah. yeah. And then, if you want yeah. to get snacks, there's an app on your phone. You can put the app in. People bring people bring it. You put your registration in, and people look for your registration and bring your things. And with masks on, gloves on. Yeah. Right. So that yeah, that that'd be a great idea. I'd, I'd go for that definitely. There's, some, there's one way there's ways you can get around it that, that's the thing people don't think um, broad enough now people just want to accept defeat instead of yeah, actually, no, this, no, let's look race around it this is what I mean the government can ease like going back to the gym like you could they could go outside and that you know what I mean like there's ways around and what you're still keeping the rel- um, red finger restrictions that's it you're still keeping them you can work around it but you still have the restrictions like like you've just said there's no way that couldn't have been possible but I think now that that might not happen because cinemas are like looking like they're going down, but it has been a good idea. There's definitely ways, like, there's, mate, there's definitely ways you can work around it. And, and like the UFC have been a pivotal thing for that, where they've shown a way that you can find a way to put fights on. The same with the NBA with the bubble. There's a, there's a way to put things on safely if you find a way around it. And moving on to that now, yeah. as I've just said it, NBA. Joe's got some big news. What's going on in the NBA oh, world, yeah. Joey? Shit pops off last night. I can't believe it. This. This rumor's been circulating for a while that James Arden from the Houston Rockets wanted that. He wanted to be with his friend Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. And last night, a massive trade happened. Harden actually went to Brooklyn. It's all kicked off in Brooklyn. Kyrie's nowhere to be seen. He might be getting fined 400 grand a game. Every game he misses from this week if he's broke um, restrictions, which is, a yeah, yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, and then Houston's, like, got a good team still. So, like... It's not. I don't think it's been a win lose for either team. It's just been massive news, and like everyone thinks LeBron, LeBron's had to go through Steph Curry and all them, the Golden, but now he's going to go through Brooklyn. If they, I think it's either win or bust for them. They've got hype around him already, but now they've got Harden. This hype's going to be mad. It's going to be. I want to see Lakers versus Brooklyn in the finals. Uh, that'd yeah. be insane. It's an interesting one now because there was that Kyrie Irving's there. Obviously, a big player. and a lot. Thirty-three million he's on this year. I think it's yeah. just just a land, which is fucking crazy to me. Uh, and he's played, and he's been there eighteen months now. He's played twenty-seven games, and he's nearly that, missed as many games as he's played. Now that's not good no, enough. You're, you're earning money, and this is what he was brought. He brought. He wanted. He wanted. Um, what's the name to come in? Kevin Durant come to Brooklyn. Durant, yeah. He wanted him to come to Brooklyn, and now he's playing this game. Well, I'm not going to show up. So I'm not, I'm doing my own thing. I don't agree with. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna show up. I'm on free from him. I'm not gonna show up. The problem is he hasn't. He's not a character enough. He's not putting basketball first. And we'll talk about the James Harden See? deal. This is how this James Harden deal's coming about, in my opinion. I don't believe this would have happened yeah. if Kyrie Irving's playing every week with, or every, whatever. Did he play every week or is it every like few days? I'm not sure how it works, but yeah, every few days, yeah, every few days. So this this won't happen in my opinion if Kyrie Irving's playing every week with Kevin Durant. The, the problem is he's not showing up, and in my opinion, with this one, they've got it. They've got to out him. He's on thirty-three million a year, oh, which is 100%. absolutely insane. Like that can't be fine. Harder without masks on. This is why everyone's like, 
everyone's furious win because obviously Brooklyn wouldn't have Durant if Kyrie wasn't wasn't there and Harden wouldn't want to go to Brooklyn if Durant wasn't there. Like Durant like owns that franchise for the time being. But like Kyrie, Kyrie's like we're meant to be sidekick. And but like all of a sudden he just says, I don't want to play. All of a sudden his personal reasons. But he's bit, I know in preseason he was going around stadiums with Sage, like burning the negative energy. Is a bit is a bit loopy, but I mean NBA looking into it, they're gonna gain, like I said, four hundred thousand every game he misses. I think if he has broke the restrictions, which is a lot of money, to so the play every few days. Because he's not on social media. Well, he is, but like he's not talking to anyone. I mean, the the issue is that there's a massive difference between him and the, the players like Kevin Durant, where Kevin Durant's some sort of player that he can have he can have a broken foot on it. I think he would still try and play. He's one of them players oh, where he, he loves, but the game of basketball. He prioritizes the game of basketball, and if he, and if he's able to play, if there's anything going on in his life, he'll still play. He's one of them. He's coming players. off his Achilles, he's he had his... the year off for his Achilles, like, and I think I saw a stat like only two basketball players out of like eighteen actually came back to the full potential, which is obviously everyone would worry like, oh, is Durant going to come back? Is he... And he's still putting up like thirty points a game, like. He's proven that he's still a top. Well, if one of the best players in the league, if not the best. Like, I think he should be probably should probably should stop be asking about his injury now. To be honest, where people are, are, oh, yeah. are always asking about it. like he's he's over it. Like that's let, he wants to move on clearly. And now with this, yeah. car, I think this carry everything's probably took a bit of spark of it. But the thing is, what with with Kevin Durant is there's a difference between him and Kyrie Irving. Where Kyrie Irving is meant to be a, he meant to be taking he meant to be learning off Kevin Durant. He meant to be a role model of his, a friend of his, and he's not following suit with a player yeah. Kevin Durant who. Turns up every week, every game, no matter what. He turns up and he plays the game of basketball. He may play bad one game, but he's there. Yeah. Fans appreciate it more. Like, he may play shit. If you're playing shit and you're still there, you're there. You don't appreciate it. Yeah, they don't like, show up. That's the issue. Like I'm not trying to slight Kyrie Irving here, but I don't know what's going on. But he's on 33 million a year. 33 million. And he's being paid by the Brooklyn to do a job. He needs to do his job. And his excuse is to say personal reasons. He hasn't even gave him a reason. He's literally just said personal, which is wrong. I think Brooklyn needs to out him. Like, come on, like you can't just expect a player to say, "Oh, I don't want to play." It'd be like I don't know, um, Mbappe turning up to PSG says, "I don't want to play because it's personal reasons." Or oh, Neymar. I've heard, I've heard Kyrie can be kind of a um, a cancer in the locker room. Like teams play better without him playing. You know what I mean? When you're at Boston, they played better. We are him at Brooklyn. They played better. We are him. So like maybe it's just his personality, but what's gone on is pretty pretty bad. It's pretty wrong. The problem is when you are um, earning that much money, the hunger does go to some players, and that's the okay. issue. He's been given a four-year deal where he's gonna, he's going to earn hundreds and hundreds of millions, and that's the issue. Where if I'm him, like I'm I'm going to be a dickhead as well, but I'm not probably going to show up for 133 million. Like, I'm set. Like. <laughs> Like, the NBA's not going to find him 400,000 every for the rest of his career. Like that's not going to happen. They eventually will just get in, and anybody will lose a couple of million, three or four million. But when you're earning hundreds of million, mate, it doesn't make a difference. Three or four million. I think million. that's over time though, Charlie. Like so, Brooklyn could if they want to cancel his contract if he's broke con- contract rules. You know what I mean? So yeah, you are he, right there. Yeah, yeah, you are right there. If if they if, if they think he's not going to be reliable, he's just going to keep doing this because like again last season he didn't want to be in the bubble so if he, if he keeps doing this they'll probably be like no what we've got Arden we've got Durant we'll trade you we'll um, get rid of your contract I mean I'm surprised he hasn't been traded already I think that was the a lot of people were calling for that like, Stephen A. Smith being one of yeah, them yeah they were he, he probably should Grim be and Harden 
Yeah. Yeah, Fame and Arden, they were meant to be talks of them two traded, but it would have gone smoother as well if they'd have done that. Um I think I think I think one of them players where they know there's potential and he know that he's not a dick inside at the minute he's just being a bit of a dick and we don't know what's going on. Oh this whole 100%. thing. Like he's, he's not being a dick, he's, he's acting like a dick, he's not a dick really, but he's acting like he's a meant dick. to be a nice guy. Yeah, like he's, I mean, he's a nice guy. I've seen some videos of him, he's a nice guy, but yeah, at the minute he's acting like a dick, and that's what be, his fans don't but you should be thinking of the fans like he's role model, like I seen oh, this yeah. yesterday that Stephen A said it. It's terrible that he brought it up. It's not terrible. It's, it's a good point, but it's it's hard to bring up. His role model is Kobe Bryant. Now Kobe Bryant, one of them players, turned yeah. up no matter what. And I'm not a basket basketball fan, but I know Kobe Bryant was one of them guys, a savage on the on the court. His mentality is one of the best in Mamba mentality, as they say. history, yeah. Like it, his mentality was elite. And like what you've just said, if he's if Kobe was seeing this, I don't think he'd be happy at all. Like. There were a clip where his team, where he wasn't playing, he were injured, and his team was celebrating after having a win over like eight games, and he were furious. He were like, he were gobsmacked that his team was celebrating over a win because they lost eight games in a row and they won one. Like he were, he were furious. Uh, a, you should... a proper mentality. That person that showed up with game in, game out, and the same as Kevin Durant, a game in, game out, a trooper. A trooper of the of, yeah. of the basketball business, and that's what. If I'm a player, like that's my inspiration. I'm looking up to Kobe's. Like I want to do Kobe proud. I want to do them sort of players. I want to follow in the footsteps of them. I don't want to leave a, a tarnished legacy that I'll regret for years because he's going to regret this yeah. career. And if he carries on this path of not no one knows Definitely. where he is and stuff, because when he's been playing, he doesn't look at the same career anyway. That's the issue. No. When he plays, he's not doing the job. And I'm the Brooklyn are being very good with him. They're being very good with him because. You know what I mean? His mind, like, at the moment, I don't think he's in the right mind space. Like, I don't know. I, I seen a comment saying someone said he should retire when he's 29 and it's two months from his 29th birthday. He's gone off the grid. So everyone's like, he should just retire. Yeah, I seen calls for that yesterday, actually, from Stephen A. Smith saying this man should retire. He's yeah. not going to play. I do everyone at Brooklyn a favour and stop wasting their money and time because... It could have been true. I think Brooklyn do want to keep him. Like they really do want to keep that character because they know there's something there. Like it's put the coaches know there's something there's something in Kyrie Irving that he's a good player. And that's the issue everyone's having that they want to see. They want to see Kyrie Irving. They the Kyrie Irving back. He's a good player. Them, they want the big three. They want Durant, Harden, and Kyrie all to show up, get the job done, win Brooklyn championship, slay LeBron. That's it. That's all they want. Is that I'm not but, I wouldn't be so sure that this, this James Harden deal happens if Kyrie Irving's here. Like I say, bang every week. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what Stephen A. Smith and it said. I think that's what Stephen A. Smith said. But now you've got Kyrie Irving, not Kyrie Irving, James Harden and Kevin Durant, two absolute powerhouses. And now you are going to see a real strong lineup come in. A real strong, <laughs> a strong force. Just them two alone, like, even without Kyrie. Now Kyrie Irving's not needed. But that doesn't mean they're going to forget about what he's, they're, they, 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 he owes them money now. He's not showing oh, up yeah, to games. Definitely. He's played 27 games in 18 months. Granted, the NBA took a period off. But a lot of players have played a lot more time than that. And he's been here a lot longer. He's been yeah. here for 18 months. It ain't good enough for a basketball player who's earning the amount of money he is. It ain't good enough for, for a fact. You just think them in the bubble. Like, LeBron finished his season in October and he started it again in December. What's that, like a month and a half off? And he's he's 36. He's still going out, doing it every game, like... It, that's his mentality. Like apparently, everyone like all oh, LeBron's gonna take games off. That that didn't come from him. Like he, he didn't take games off. He still wants to win. He wants to he wants to prove that he's still got it, which he has. Like you yeah, know what I mean. Definitely. Like, but I think we both agree on this Kyrie Irving situation. It probably should be outed. 
by what's going on. Oh, the club should yeah, definitely say what is really going on. They can't reach him. I've seen an interview with the coach and he was asked about it and he could just see he's like, he knows that someone's there, but he's acting like, and he's just saying like, well, we've, we've not here too much. Like, we don't know what, we don't know. He's, he's yeah. going through something at the minute, but obviously uh, we'll, we'll let you know when we're further. Surely you can't just miss games because of personal reasons. I'll not give the personal. Apparently, it's because of the um, attack what happened now in Washington. That was the personal reason. But obviously, everyone thinks that's bullshit now because he's he's been a partisan. So yeah, well, it, it's frustrating, and that that's that's really frustrating to see when you earn that much money that and you, a club's put faith in you and the fans have put faith in you. The Kevin Durant's put faith in you. The man, yeah. Kevin Durant, has put yeah. faith in you and you're letting him down. Like That's the man right there. And he's being let like down. A, a UFC fighter, isn't it? Like, uh, he'd just be saying, you know, I don't want to fight him. I, I don't want to fight him. Like, it's just like that. Like, you can't pick or choose when you want to fight. Or You know what I mean? If if you give him money, you should go out and do it no matter what. Yeah, show up. That's what kind of guy's philosophy is. Show up. Doesn't matter when or lose, yeah. show up. If it's massive, if it's gonna kill you, then don't show up. Just show up. That's the thing. Just you're being paid to show up. And as as we move, yeah. as we move on to that, you mentioned it a minute ago. The Capitol White House. I think we both agree on that situation. It should be out, shouldn't he? Oh, yeah, hundred oh, percent. If if that were anyone else, they'd be put in prison. Like, he, I know he didn't exactly say it, but he basically let him put fuel to the fire and said, you know what. Doing, he, he had a watch party, you know. I mean, his family was sat watching it on the TV, the entire thing happening. Like, yeah, they're oh, all stood there. They're all stood there watching. His son were recording it like that when phone looking at it. We just sat watching it. I was like, America, like, I didn't realize that bad. Oh, that country is behind. Like, that country is so far behind for everything. And I mean, everything quality, racism, everything. It's so behind. I know, I think, I think last year, has proved how far behind America is and how divided that country is compared to others. Jesus, watch party. That, that is ridiculous. That the whole capital thing, which we're going to get into in a second, is just crazy. And it was a day, it was a shameful time for America. A lot of people agree that it was a shameful, embarrassing time for America. And a lot of people were really embarrassed and sad that what their country had become. And you watch party in that. And for people then to say, I don't think that's quite good. It's, it's just, Again, I can't believe he did that. It's like baffles me. Diabolical. It, yeah, it sums Donald Trump up, didn't it? Like he wasn't a good president at all. He he was just I don't even know what to say. I mean, I have disagreements on that on the Donald Trump one. On the Donald Trump one, I have disagreements. Yeah, I know on that you, one. I know you're not I know you're I know you like him, but for me he was just I mean lie is a little bit lie is a little bit strong, I would say to you. Oh. Like, he is a little bit of a can I put it gently? And um is Bit of sweet sort of character, but that was a good discussion. NBA, there'll be more discussion on NBA, I'm sure, when, as this development comes out with Kyrie Irving. We'll have more to talk about in the coming weeks, but yeah, that'll be it for now. But the capital, um, the tax, it's crazy. Um, it just that was uh, a lot of Donald Trump got a lot of blame for that, uh, inciting violence. And I looked at the message, yeah, and I have to say, I disagree, I disagree that he incited a lot of that. I feel like he just added. Fuel to the fire because he did a video, didn't it? And apparently, went meant to be apologizing, but he didn't actually apologize. He was just kind of, he was just kind of like infusing it. He was trying to, he tried, he made it worse by trying to apologize. But he said, like, go home in peace. That's why I don't get why people are giving this in because he said, go home in peace. Like, I don't get why he's getting attacked a lot of it. I'm, I mean, I'm not, let me know if I'm missing something here because I don't know if I'm missing something. I might have done the correct research. Like, I might be missing yeah. something here, but 
what I seen is whenever the message, I seen that go back, go in peace. Like if I'm if he's saying some sort of language that I don't understand, like he's obviously like he could Might be generally speaking some sort Donald of words. Trump's a very sarcastic man in there. I might under, I might I might not understand his sarcasm. There's a few things he's done as president that I've thought, you know what, that's a sh- stupid idea. That that's silly. And then there's other few things he's done where I thought, you know what, he's not that bad. Like give, give him a bit of slight. Like, what you have to think of is, and then this this is gonna sound crazy when I say this, but this yeah. hasn't happened. But has there been a world war America in, in America since Trump's been in charge? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know he shot down that. What did he shoot down that drone, or did he blow up a? a yeah, but has, there, in, has there been a war in America? Oh, in, in America. While Trump's been in charge, has there been a war no. between America well, and the country? No, no, no. Exactly, and he's the only president for years and years. I mean, years and years that hasn't been that hasn't his country has not been involved in a war. And a lot of people overlook that, but that's true, man. And I think because like, the, the way he goes about things, people think, you know what, he's a tosser, like, we don't like him. Because the way he goes about things. But I think, that's what a lot of people think, like, he's a tosser, don't listen to him, he's an idiot. Like, oh, that's what people go through people's heads. If you have a look, at his tough approach may have actually worked on some of these countries, like when he's threatening nuclear war. Like, there's no way he's ever going to do that. Because he's, cause he, people think he's he a bit lunatic. People think he's a bit lunatic. And if they, they think, you know, he might do that, that's just... Other countries are like, that Donald Trump's notch. In it, nah, I don't think he'd ever like send a new car. Yeah, he never did that. that last year, at the start of last year, there were talks of world war going on with him. And it, we're America, obviously, at the center as usual, like going on. I think we're against now, nah, we're against uh, Russia. I think so, it was not Russia. Yeah, uh, yeah, or I thought it was that. Korea or something I, like that. To, yeah, but like, again, like, imagine a world war, world war, a nuclear war, like that, that have well ended us. But with the whole nuclear war thing, I think a lot of these other presidents, some of these other, or if they're called like prime ministers, I don't know, I'm not too sure, every other country, but I know some people, some countries have presidents, some people have part, uh, uh, kings and all that. I'm a bit like raw and all the highnesses and stuff from different countries, but um, yeah, I think a lot of them think that Donald Trump's a bit nuts. So when he threats like nuclear wars and stuff to get, to resolve issues and things that he teased, I think they actually think, you know what, he might actually do this. Like, I actually believe I, I'm not risking it with this kid. So that they threaten back, and then it becomes, oh crap, we're in a world war, there's going to be a world war here. But in reality, all they're doing is they're threatening each other to try and resolve it, I believe. And that's what I think Donald Trump, he threatened that whole nuclear war to try and resolve a problem. And it worked because it all went away. Like, you never hear anything after it. And that's why his tough approach of being absolute, and it actually works in his favor sometimes. Like, he's not a people pleaser. That's what you got to understand. He's not a people pleaser. He's just the best, I feel, for what he believes in in that country. I think he's got his own views of what he believes in, in that country. Different to a lot, of, different to many people. Not a lot. Many people are disagree with him, but <laughs> I feel like he's got a different approach to things and the way he goes about this being dumb and really just not knowing what he's on about. Like the, the whole disinfecting into the arm thing was pretty funny. Like, but I think that it was sarcasm again. He's doing it for a reaction. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. Like he's making people think like he's dumb. He's a wealthy, wealthy businessman. Yeah, he's a billionaire, isn't he? He's like, a billionaire. He ain't fake. Like he, he's got a plan, and this this was his plan. And, he, well, he's, and with the whole... Just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean you can run a country. We're talking about America. Everyone knows America. At least, like, I don't... That's different, isn't it, from a business? I think he tried to run it like a business. And obviously, you're talking about a country, yeah, like, a country, like, it's totally different. You've got so much to do. You're always going to be criticised no matter what, but, like, I think he made it worst game from the choices he made. 
I mean, he had to, he's had some up and downs for sure. Like, I won't disagree with that. He's had some up and downs. Like, he's one of them where America won't look back on him fondly, but a lot of people as well. He's 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 not. I don't think I don't feel like it's the worst. I feel like he's like he's he's not been too. Like, he's been. I was like I say he's been up and down, but I don't feel like he's been the worst. Most like, Americans say he's the worst president. He's done a few things that I was actually I was impressed, but I, I was I actually liked. But people would probably think I'm an idiot or bizarre for saying this, but not working the WHO like Bill Gates. There's a few there's a bit of controversy around him. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of I controversy around Bill Gates and Epstein's Island. There's a the lot of controversy around it. I've seen something about Bill Gates about a coronavirus and a chip. This runs a couple of weeks ago about a chip from Microsoft to help cure. Something, I, I can't exactly remember, it was something. And everyone were going mad saying, why would I want to chip him so it can track me, it could control me. Everyone were going mad. And that were from Bill Gates. And like you said, the Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein stuff. I'm not going to say always a paedophile because there's no proof of that. Like, there's just allegations around his name. And a lot of people don't trust him. Um, I don't know if I would trust him or not with anything. Um, but he didn't work with the WHO. WHO and, there's re- and he had reasons for why he didn't work with them. And... You know what? It may have it may bite him back in the ass, but he had that his own opinions on it. That, that was a poor choice from him, saying it wasn't real. He's told everyone not to wear masks. Look at America now. I know it's a bigger country, but look at it. You got the highest uh, rate of deaths. In a mess. America's in a mess right now. I think, it's yeah, Biden. A lot of work. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a, I, I don't want to say too much because I've got different views and they are some of the extreme views and stuff. I know when I come out on a podcast, it's like an absolute lunatic. So I'm not going to say because I just know I'll get a lot of sick for it. So I, I, I think there's more to it than a lot of people think. And I think he thinks that. I think the mask things are a bit silly to come out and say that he shouldn't have said that. Like, as much as masks I don't think are a good idea, I don't think they, they do they do massive impact. Like, I don't think they have, mass, they have a massive impact. Wow. gathering. I agree that. At least don't do two meters, but at least masks on. And he would chuck in masks saying, don't wear them. He told supporters to take them off if they had them on. So that proves even his supporters were a bit scared of the virus, even though they support Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, the mask thing, and although it's been proven that they're not as impactful as said, it's still, you should still be putting that public image out of, you know, it's wear them because it's, 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 it's going to cause massive And he shouldn't have had mass gatherings anyway in a protest when there's something going on. Like, yeah, I think he had like fans at protests, which is a little bit silly, let's be honest. Yeah. Very silly. And um, Biden had, Biden didn't have any. Well, I don't, I think he only had a couple, but they had two meters distance and they all had masks on. Like, that like Biden was smart. He, he knew what he was doing to get people on his side, like the masks, the virus, to get back, to get in contact with the World Health Organization. Again, like, he, he, he had everything what everyone was looking for while Trump was doing the exact opposite. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Like I say, it's a very tough one. Um, but it's one of the things where he won't be remembered fondly, but you know what? He had a go at it. He had a crack at it. Yeah. I don't think he did a massive amount of damage, to be honest with you. It, this 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 civil war at the end is a bit <laughs> iffy, iffy. Do you know what I mean? That's that's not great. Uh, people going in the White House and actually taking letters out and walking out of them and stuff, and getting out alive and not not hurt and stuff. That's yeah, crazy to me. Letting them in, please letting the protesters yeah, in. Like, that's dangerous. Like, what, if they were, what if they was like extreme terrorists? Bombs and what? Yeah, so I'm, and please literally let, let open the gates and let them in. They were walking around with them. Like uh, that's that's not good. Obviously, we had like what message does that send to terrorists though? Exactly, like we had the Black Lives Matter thing, and we saw clips of police tear gassing, pointing guns at 
people who were just laying down on the ground, peaceful protesting. And then you see clips of the police letting Donald Trump supporters walk into the, the, the government, like literally a go the government do what they want. Yeah. Exactly. That, that, I think that video, and everyone was saying, oh, please don't let him in. But there's a video clearly of the police opening the gate and they're standing to the side and going, you know what? Go on. Let's shoot encourage you. Go on. <laughs> Just go on. Go pilot to the. Yeah. You know, opened it. That's not what I've seen. I've crazy. seen this, but that one where literally opens it. It's it was crazy to you see. Is that one of that guy that got in the White House and then um got a letter from this this woman's office and then took it out and then took a picture of it of him holding it on the street? He got out of there, okay. Nah, that that's just I, don't forget that could have was, been anything. They were selling the um, thing what they read off on eBay. <laughs> it's bad. It is terrible. I, I feel for America. <laughs> Like, America is in a bad state right now. Literally, uh, a very bad state. There's a lot of things we put right, but um, we'll move on from that. that a, like, it's, it's, it's a tough one, America. It's, it's, there's so much I could say. I, I don't, I don't want to say on a podcast on the court <laughs> saying it because, uh, like, it's, it's bizarre. But I've, I've done my research. That's all I say. I've done my research. Yeah, I've done have, theories. Yeah. I've got studies to back me up. But there's other people that think it as well. Um, but I just think if me come out and say it, it would sound like a bit of a lunatic. So I don't want to come and say it. Like if people think, oh, he's just nuts. He's just nuts. Like he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's immature. So you've got to pick like... your opinions carefully, and you know exactly. And when you when you're on record, you've got to pick what you're you're saying carefully, opinions wise. So I won't come out and say, but they're not. It's not massively controversial. It's just people think I'm a bit bizarre and just an idiot, really. So it's your opinion, isn't it? I just leave it's it. It's not that. theirs. You don't like it. Definitely. But uh, we'll move on to that now because there's been the, a lot of news coming out of Star Wars, Joe. Uh, a big announcement recently. Uh, I won't. I before I get to that, actually, we've got some fun matchups. What we've talked about before the podcast, I wanted to just uh, run by and I'll debate why I think someone would win. And then you can debate why you think they'll win. We'll do a little fun little like, car for each. Yeah. So, first of all, Dooku versus Darth Maul. Count Dooku versus Darth Maul. Uh, I'll tell you why I think I'll win Maul. first. Darth Maul, he took out Qui-Gon Jinn, his student, mm -hmm. took him out with ease, I believe. I Double lightsaber, he's been trained by the Emperor. So much power. He survived that fall from Obi-Wan, as we know, from the Clone Wars. He survived the fall. He took on two members at once. I, well, Doku did as well, to be fair, but I believe he's got more power and he's been training with Emperor for longer. I, I agree with everything you said. I can't... Count Dooku is strong, but Darth Maul, he's just better. He's got better force control, and he? Like, he's, he's just better. He, he's like you said, he, he survived the fall. Count Dooku obviously died, but I agree, Darth Maul would win 100%. Definitely. Um, Obi-Wan versus Kylo Ren, I'll let you make your case first. That is a tough one. Obi-Wan, because he's had more experience, he's a better Jedi, he's got trained more. Like, Kylo Ren didn't really have anyone to train him. Like, yeah, I know he had Luke, but then he, Luke left him. And we don't even know, what was that guy called? Um, the bad guy from Force Awakens? Snoke. Smoke, that's it. We don't even really... He was meant to be this big bad guy and we don't know how strong he is. Like, did he train Kylo Ren? But Obi-Wan, so iconic. Qui-Gon Jinn were a great master. Yeah, he's master. He's fought Darth Maul. He's fought Darth Vader. He's, he's a... Obi-Wan for me to win. Just for the experience and how good he was as a Jedi and his force. He had such a strong force. Definitely. Look, I agree. Look, he never actually lost the lightsaber battle. He gave yeah. it, oh, yeah. it to Darth Vader. We give that one to Darth Vader. Darth Vader killed him. We give him that one. He did You're old, though. Well. Yeah. I mean, he could say he lost to Dooku. He got destroyed in the second one. He just got through, through under the feet. <laughs> he, got, he sort of lost to Dooku a little bit. But you know, yeah. I was going to say Ren, but I thought, you know, you made that little comment about he's got more experience and 
never he's never really lost a battle, has he? He's never been killed in the ah. in dueling. So one of the greatest um, Jedi's of all time, in my opinion. Hundred percent. My top. It's either him, him or Luke Skywalker is my favorite. Hundred percent. To find out Luke, I like. I, well, I to do. I like Kylo Ren and Obi Wan for me. They're my two. That's my two favorites going at it. There, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's so next one. Ray versus Mace Windu. Make your case, Joe. So Ray Palpatine, obviously. I think Mace Windu, like, we don't really get to see his powers. I know that he got, he wanted a purple lightsaber, so they made him one. But there's actually a backstory saying, like, the, the purple lightsaber is because you can use dark and light so force, so you can heal or you could use lightning. I think Mace Windu's more powerfully around the Council of Awareness, so he's obviously pretty powerful. Ray's strong, as we've seen. She didn't, she didn't really have any training, but I think that was just plot, like, she didn't train a lot, but she was still proper OP. But I think that with the plot, mainly the films obviously weren't great made. But I'd have liked to have seen more of Ray. But I think Mace Windu's got to take this one for me. I disagree. I think Ray. I think Ray's got the main the main character power, the protagonist, the protagonist power in the in the films. Um, she's obviously and she 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 duelled with Kylo Ren without any training at all. That would pull that though. I, I don't agree him. with that. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but this is how the film works, isn't it? But <laughs> and she's got she had this massive uh, sense in the force that she was sensing the force very early on. She had all this force power, and apparently she had twice the force uh, Luke had, and see, Luke she, took out Vader. Trained if she trained, she'd definitely win hundred percent. But if right now, like I don't think she'd have won. Like no way. Like Mace Windu. We need to see more of Windu though, we need to be fair. We only saw him against Sidious Reaper. I think I think he'll be alive. I think they do a spin-off at some point. I think they said he was. I think I think there's rumors that he was alive. So maybe, hopefully. Never see him die. Next one. Mace Windu versus Darth Vader. Darth Vader. If we're talking Anakin, like are we talking Darth Vader or Anakin just before we Old Darth Vader. Old Darth Vader. In... So the one. new hope, Darth Vader. Darth Vader off Star Wars um, Rogue One. Darth Vader's taking that all day. That yeah, Darth- yeah, yeah, Darth Vader of Rogue One. Though. Actually, no, I'll say I shall say New Hope because he probably will bat him in Rogue One, Darth Vader. <laughs> I'd still say Darth Vader. He, he, he had the strongest false power, didn't he? Even over Yoda. Like, he got trained. He, he knew the ropes. Like, apparently the dark side makes you stronger, but obviously that never works out. But I'd say to Darth Vader. I would say Darth. I would say Darth Vader as well. I think he has way way more power. Um, like I said, you've got that main character power as well in there as well. You got you got to have that in there as well. De- yeah. Definitely uh, Darth Vader with that power, strength. Even even old Darth Vader, like he had a few moves in the yeah, New yeah, Hope yeah. sort of thing. And he took on he beat Luke Skywalker very early on as well in the new in I think it was uh, Empire Strikes Back. He got him in that one, didn't he? Yeah, it was. So he's, he's got a thing of, and Mace Windu would have been old by then as well. Probably lost an arm as well, so less powerful. So I do believe Vader would win. Uh, next up, Vader versus Kylo Ren. Um, I'll say this one, and we've seen it on YouTube actually. A uh, good little fan made f- film. I'll put it a link in the description actually. Just amazing. Like, you won't even think it's fan made. But um, yeah, I've got Kylo Ren in this one. Uh, he's very athletic. He's got, he's got, we've seen Vader struggle with people who are athletic. Luke Skywalker, yeah. even Obi Wan when he gets Anakin, Obi Wan who are very athletic, and um, Kylo Ren very powerful, very athletic. But this is the Kylo Ren in Return of the in um, Rise of Skywalker, that Kylo Ren, the, like he, oh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker, Kylo Ren versus Rogue One Vader. I've got Kylo Ren. I think, Ky- Vader. I think Kylo to- Ren was like, the athletic power. He's got double. He's got. He's got. He's got. He's got the skills of of Han Solo on on. Um, in the air, 
with the guns. Yeah. And then his little lightsaber skills as well, trained by Snoke as well, probably trained by the same guy, because obviously the Emperor made Snoke, so they were trained by the same guy yeah. as well. We don't know about Snoke, like nothing. We know we know the Emperor made him, didn't we? Well, that was the it was yeah, pretty it, shit the way he did it, but meant to be right overpowered, but we don't know that. We've never seen him. Like I don't get it. Yeah, but I, w- I would say Kylo Ren because he's athletic. I think he would get battered for a lot of it. Uh, Vader would choke him up quite a bit, um, but I think Kylo Ren would sneakily get him with the win. What about you? Ah, oh, Darth Vader for me. If we're talking about Rogue One, Darth Vader, the, that that's one of my favorite movie scenes of all time. It's only about what, a minute long, but Vader just swinging his lightsaber around blocks, chokes everyone. He, he took out the ship like that was insane. And if, I know it's Darth Vader, but if we're talking Anakin off um, Return of the Sith, is it? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. That Anakin is overpowered. Like I know he lost Obi, but that was his bad judgment. If he didn't go for the high ground, obviously he, he probably would have won. Ah, uh, uh, oh, that's a tough one actually, because everyone trained the name. It was always meals, so yeah, that would be a oh, tough yeah. one. Uh, but I, yeah, I would s- probably say Kylo Ren. You got Vader. It's a tough one though. It's a good matchup. We'd love to see that in there. That's sort of a fan made film. It's a good one. Uh, next one, Anakin Skywalker from Revenge of the Sith. This is Darth Maul. Fire away, Joey. That's a tough one. Like Anakin obviously lost to Obi Wan. Obi Wan obviously beat Darth Maul, but that didn't always work out. Like that Darth Maul's overpowered. You just didn't get to. He's obviously in Star Wars um, Rebels a lot, and you get to see him. He's so he's so strong, and Anakin's even stronger in Rebels. So that's a tough one. But I'd probably go for Anakin again, just for how, for how good he was and how overpowered. Especially when he turns to the dark side, like when he kills everyone like that Anakin's I think he'd win yeah I, I would agree I think he's got the obviously the Jedi powers as well yeah. as well as the the dark powers which I think is just overpowered having them two powers man like unreal and sure. obviously don't forget like um he had the strongest force power what had been known to man to like he were, he were, he is OP he definitely oh yeah he didn't he I forgot about that yeah he did yeah he's got the most strongest thing for sure. Uh, next, the last one, it's a fun one. Uh, you, you liked it, actually, when I said it to you, Joe. Uh, the Mandalorian versus Han Solo in the air. You see, I haven't seen the Mandalorian, but my brother's told me he's good. But Han Solo, obviously, he's, he's an insane shooter. But if you said Mandalorian and Boba Fett, that would have been cool, because that would have been a tough one. I'd probably go for Boba Fett just because of the I like Fett. Oh, gee, so it'd be Boba, but... Let's go Mandalorian because he's trained as a bounty hunter. You know what I mean? Like, he's got skills what Han Solo really hasn't. So I'd probably go Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with Han Solo. I think he's more experienced flying in the air, uh, especially with Chewie. He's got backup. Obviously, Mandalorian's got Baby Yoda or Grotsku, whatever they call it. I'm only two episodes in, so I need to catch up on that sort of stuff. I need to watch it. It's a good show, apparently, so I'm looking forward to watching it. But I would say uh, Han Solo... um, just because he's had more experience in the air, he's got Chewie as well. That just if it's a badass, if something goes wrong, he can take out, take him out, Chewie himself. So uh, I thought you meant flying with jetpacks. <clears throat> yeah, Han Solo definitely winning a spaceship in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah. So I've got Han Solo for sure. Um, so yeah, we'll move on to have the exciting news about the Star Wars as well. It came out early last year. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi, Lucasfilm uh, President Kathleen Kennedy said it in a release, and she said based on her from. Based on the phenomenal work developing our character in The Mandalorian, I'm absolutely confident that Deborah is the right director to tell the story. So it's Deborah who writes uh, the Mandal- who directs The Mandalorian. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. So they start filming in March 2021. 
Um, so Obi-Wan Kenobi is obviously the lead story. Um, it's going to be about him after Revenge of the Sith and between, yeah. between Revenge of the Sith and The New Hope. So it's going to be about them. I, I believe it's going to be about 10 years after that sort of difference. 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. That's when it's based. And Anakin's um, coming back. Yeah, Hayden Christians has been announced as Anakin. That's exciting. So that's pretty interesting. And apparently there's going to be one more swing at each other before the series ends. I hope that's I hope it's as good as see. I know a lot of people don't like the sequels because it was kind of cringy, they were corny, it were poor writing. But you've got to admit the lightsaber fights are the best in the entire Star Wars franchise. The well, Disney ones are awful. Rain Kylo Ren just swing at each other while you've got Obi-Wan and I can do all these fans fancy shit on that. But like Disney's were just swinging at each other. You know what? The best. The best lightsaber fight on a Disney Star Wars movie with Rogue One, where Darth Vader swings thing. Mm. For me, that's the best lightsaber fight. For sure. Fight. Yeah, well, in the fight, like it's an interesting one because where do you think that that, that could come into play where they swing at each other? Now, I don't think it's going to be as obvious as everyone thinks of just Vader and um, them yeah. two going at uh, it. I think it's an interesting theory. You can find me yours in a minute, but I think that Obi Wan will be on a mission, a sort of thing, but he'll be he'll be dressed up somewhere else. He'll dress up as something else, and he'll, he'll encounter Vader. But Vader's not going to. I don't think Vader will sense him, and I think they'll have a swing at each other. That sort of way. What I was thinking is that I don't know because with him coming back, like he's just going to be in the Darth Vader costume, so it's not even like you're going to see him. So maybe they're going to kind of go away from Revenge of the Sith and. Leave it a bit. I don't know if this had happened, but leave it a bit after, you know what I mean? So he doesn't get in the costume yet because I feel like if they do bring him, well, they are bringing him back. Like, he's not even going to speak as Vader because they've got a voice actor for Vader, aren't they? So it'd just be him in a costume. So maybe it'd be before he turns Anakin, they have a scrap again, you know what I mean? Uh, that's, an interesting, that's an interesting one, but it wasn't mentioned in like, any of the prequels. I would, I would think... That you'll see because in Rogue One you see him in his pod at certain points, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And same yeah. as the same as the old films. I think you'll see Anakin in his pod. Yeah. And I think that he'll be able to talk when he's up when he's in his pod. So you'll see a few scenes. And I think interesting theory here. You know how Ray and uh, Kylo Ren kept seeing each other in like the, I don't know what it was, like Vision or something like that. Yeah, they Luke and Vader see each other. The false, th- false dreams. Yeah, I thought I think that Obi-Wan and Vader will see each other. A couple of times in it, and they'll speak. I think that's an interesting fear to go down that sort of angle. But when he's yeah, in his part, to be fair, like, I do think that Anakin will take his mask off at once or twice, and, and you'll see him battling. Is it has it been confirmed they need the mask to breathe? Like, does he need the mask to breathe? Yeah, his his body like thingy weren't it? His body gone. I, I don't think he can survive without the cost. We are the breathing mechan- mechanisms. I don't think he can at all. So that, I don't think you'll see him out of character swinging at Obi Wan. That's what I mean. That could be unless he's he has a different. Yeah, he has a different mask. It's, it's, it's interesting how they can do it. Like, there's a lot of angles to that. I pray to God they don't mess it up. I, I pray to God they don't mess it up. If it's the same as the Mandalorian, and, and I've heard the Mandalorian's good, I don't think they will. I think we've got hope that they're going to do well. Like, I think you'll see some flashbacks, some unseen conversation oh, from the prequels for sure. That'll definitely happen. You definitely will see Hayden um, Christensen in the Vader costume in a pod, talking, I believe, talking in a pod to Obi-Wan, one of those false dreams, I believe. In the false dreams. 
I think that's yeah, the way can't... to go down with it if you're going to do them two phase. But the way they say they're going to have a swing at each other, the rematch of the century. So that's why I don't think it would be a prequel a fight because it says the rematch. Ah, uh, does it? Yeah. Uh, well. And the thing is, there was never any mention in the New Hope when they last saw each other. He just said, I'm not, I'm not I've not sensed this feeling for a very long time. And I think this this show will be based about 10, 12, 15 years before the New Hope anyway. So that is a pretty long time in, in essence. So, so it's just so it'll be just before Rogue One, won't it? Like it will just be before Rogue One, which is set before just before a new hope. Yeah, before Rogue One. So I think you'll see a quite an athletic Vader, actually. Quite an athletic Vader. Yeah, Vader. yeah. If it's the Vader from Rogue One, I'm excited to see that. Mate, imagine they just start doing good at Vader. it. Like if they went yeah. at it, mate, I'd be absolutely buzzing. Like you couldn't even see, like I like you keep like everyone keeps dreaming, you can hear like Vader talking to him in a in a false dream. Yeah, yeah. The Sony, I, I'm excited for it. Like, I can't wait another fucking year. I, for I would be. It is exciting. I, I love Star Wars, but like, I'm excited for that. If that if that is the case, if if it is a Vader who's overpowered from a Rogue One, oh my god. Like I hope they go down this this scene of um. I hope we get an Obi Wan kid, where we find out that he's got a kid. I hope we get something everyone, like that. Everyone from Ray were his grandkid. Yeah. So that, that didn't happen, be a bad but idea. I, would have been better that than would have been Palpatine. Would have been better than Palpatine, I believe. Oh, 100%. Like, Palpatine oh, that would just rush. I, I hate that film. I actually hate that film. Yeah, worst like, Star Wars I've seen. Like Palpatine wasn't meant to be in it. It was still the best thing in it, apart from Kylo Ren. Yeah, actually, it was as well. Remember, remember that off topic. But remember that kid from the film who uses the Force, doesn't even know how to use it, doesn't know, don't know about it, and he pulls a broom. By using the force, and he's had no training. Where did that come from? Was that in Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, yeah like, no, and um, the second one, I think. The second one. Oh, Last Jedi. It's at the end, and he. Put... Yeah, there's a little kid, and they meet him on the island, um, this world, and at the end, he pulls he pulls the brush towards him, and you're like, all right. So apparently, so apparently, it used to take years to master the force, and this kid can do it without any training. Like, see that's right. what annoys me. Like I don't, we don't, I don't want to get into the sequel, which the trilogy is because they were just horrendous. Like, like when I watched them in the cinema, bad. they wasn't as bad. But when I've, I've rewatched them since, mate, like even the actors hate them. Like even they, the, are, they are bad. Like, even the actors don't like them. But that's some very exciting news coming out of twenty twenty two. That nobody one going to be serious. And just a quick one, EA don't have the exclusive rights to do Star Wars games, so we're getting an open world Star Wars game next year, maybe. Which, that is interesting. That is tasty. That is very tasty. That uh, Battlefront's that, okay. That is, we play it a little bit. It's is, okay, but it could do with some upgrades for sure. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how they work with definitely, stars. But definitely. I, I, li- I like this route. I don't know about you. I like this route with Disney, Disney Plus of going down sequels and just exploring different characters, spin offs, as long as it's done right. Yeah. But I think they're sort of. Marvel, don't they? They've done. Oh, yeah. Well, like Ant Man and that. Now, yeah, one division. You've got Win- Winter Soldier and um, Falcon, Captain America, and Winter Soldier. Um, what other one? big one have they got coming? Um, she Hulk oh, has yeah. come in. Like they've right. got a lot of Marvel ones. Yeah, jeez, let's have a look at that. But uh, yeah, some great news coming out of Star Wars, Joe, for sure, mate. Like, st- like I'm looking forward to that one. Nice. He's my favorite Jedi, like I say. Like, so, be just to see like how that that oh, battle man. works between them two. Um, but I think it'll be. I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll um, know he's fighting. I don't think he'll know he's fighting Obi Wan until after. 
as is happening. Yeah, yeah, I, that, I think he'll realize, well, why, is this, why is this guy so good at lightsaber? And then he'll sort of sense him and then he'll see him and like, then he'll be one and be gone. So it's an interesting feel that like, I, I could never be a writer. It's too exactly. stressful. It's too stressful. What these writers go through, mate, it must be it horrid. It must be tough. That's it why is, I can cut a little bit of credit. Yeah, I can cut a little bit of slack for the Disney Star Wars because it's a very hard task to follow. Like the Force Awakens was really good, but it's a very hard task to follow that second one. But I feel like one. the the prequels were everyone took piss out of him. But since the Disney ones have come out, the prequels have been much more appreciated. Oh yeah, but I, I think mainly for the was the music and the prequels were beautiful and the fight scenes were beautiful. Like, but Disney's Music wasn't there for me, and the um, lightsaber fights have said the worst I've seen. 100, 100%. Oh, mate, the fan miles bell, sure. yeah, definitely. I, I enjoyed the I've always said I enjoyed the prequel, uh, I thought it was really good. I think Clone Wars I liked a lot. Of I, it. I didn't, I write Revenge of the Sith has always been my favorite. One of my favorite Star Wars films. Like a lot of people were saying, like we wish George Lucas now written those tri- uh, sequel trilogies because he didn't write them, did he? He gave them to Disney. Lucas films, George Lucas, who wrote wrote all the other stuff, that nah. he was getting all this shit. Nah, George like, Lucas, he's not bothered. Yeah, he was getting all this shit for it, and that, that's why I'm scared Disney then. But everyone, everyone regrets it now. It's like we want George Lucas yeah. back. He's part of the Mandalorian, actually. You know, he's involved. He? He's involved with the Mandalorian. Yeah, oh, the, the, the creative project, the creative process. Ah, you see, it's, like I know he, he Star Wars. He didn't have to do it out again. He made Indiana Jones as Indiana Jones as well. Don't forget, like he didn't Did have he? to do out anymore. Ooh, like he's made Jesus. Yeah, he made Indiana Jones. Yeah, Fucking hell. damn. He that was all of them. well, obviously the originals. So was that before Star Wars? And he made that or after? After I think after Star Wars, he made them. And did oh, you know right. this about um that he were a carpenter on the set of Star Wars, and George Lucas saw him and said, "Do you want to try for Han Solo?" Jeez, I didn't know that. Fucking hell. Damn. That's true, that. Yeah, yeah. Impressive. Fucking hell. I, I know that. I, I heard that, that Hans, when he seen him, he, he knew that was the guy he wanted. He, he could just pitch him with Han Solo. Yeah. Perfect guy. Because uh, he's basically Han Solo in real life, like the closest he is to his character, basically. So that was interesting. His personality. It's a shame because a lot of them were the old characters. Those OGs are really like, dying now, aren't they? A lot of that. Like, Chewbacca died recently, didn't he? Yeah, right. There's only. There's only Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford left. That's it. Yeah, shit. Yeah, damn. Like, Carrie Fisher obviously passed away four years ago. Two. So that's very sad. But, uh, yeah. Two it's, years now. Yeah, 2016. I couldn't believe it, mate. It feels like, it feels like yesterday she died. That's, yeah, it does. I thought it were only two years. Yeah. I know. It was a couple of weeks after she released, she released a, um, a book about um, she slept with Harrison Ford for like a month. This massive affair going on for like a month. <laughs> and it was very, like, Harrison Ford never really come out and addressed it. He's always just said, I don't really want to talk about it, but yeah. uh, it'd be interesting to find out his one, take on that. One lucky man, though, should be saying, <laughs> Yeah, but it'd be interesting to uh, find out his thoughts on that. I don't think you ever will. Uh, I think even that's a book, you might, nah. but you'll, ne- you'll, you'll never find out. Yeah. It's it, but like I say, you, you, to be fair, when you look at it now, you look at the behind the scenes, you can, you can see that chemistry was there between them, so don't surprise me. You look at the behind yeah, the scenes for were. sure. But, and they were together in the film, obviously. Yeah, well, that that dimension comes in as well, doesn't it? When you're together in a film, like a lot of people have been together and like working yeah. romance films, end up dating in real life. It's like Vince Vaughn, um, exactly. Nicole, like, is it Nicole Aniston? Yeah, Nicole. Yeah. Nicole Aniston, and is it Anna's Aniston or Aniston? So. Uh, Nicole An- Aniston. No, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Oh yeah, yeah. I was about to say Jennifer. What, which, which, one's on which one's some friends? Which one's some friends? 
Jennifer, Jennifer Anderson. Jennifer Aniston um, from Friends, yeah. So they dated. For, they dated for a little bit, yeah, not that while. But that's what I mean. When you do having these romances, because it's because you're doing this, you date for. I think a lot of them do date for a little bit, don't they? So it's, it doesn't surprise me actually. Yeah. But yeah, that was surprising. Um, but yeah, moving on from that, just finally, because uh, but yeah, we've, we've covered a lot of ground already, Joe. We've got a lot of topics to discuss for the next one for sure. I know. Um, Again, but Man United for Man United, mate. Man United, they've been flying under the radar. The topic. I've and, been waiting for... And just like old seven, times, we're top of the league, son. Seven long years I've waited for this moment. Oh, my God. To see Manchester United performing the way they are, back at the top of the league. Their old rivals, Liverpool, they're chasing them. Oh, this is this is exciting. <laughs> Definitely exciting for me. They're like, they've been flying under the radar big time because I remember like, not long back, like everyone was saying, like, Ollie's out, he hasn't got long left. <laughs> Isn't he at sight? He's got one more game to win. I and was... he's gone. Really? Yeah, I think in December. Yeah, I would say I think in this. I think November they were they were doing crap at home. Like they didn't barely won a game. They didn't score at home. I was like, oh, get all the ice, crap, get him out. But get him you see, out. like obviously I've changed my tune now. But like Pogba's turned up. I'm surprised at Pogba. Like when Bruno isn't performing at what he does, like he did against Burnley, Pogba stepped up. He were first in everything, passing, dribbling, aerial challenges. He were first on the team. Like, you need them players to step up. You've got, like, I don't know. I'm just excited. Like, it's just good to see Manu and Liverpool back where they should be. Like, maybe we won't stay there, but we may as well celebrate for the time being. I mean, and it's just uh, Sunday. Literally, what it is. I, mean, so I got excited when I found out. Like, I'm not even following the results. I'm a Man United fan, but I'm not going to be playing on my massive bar followers. I don't. I, I look look out for what they're doing. Um, that's, that's what I would say. Yeah. But I was like, I just have my, my blood and blue and blue and white sort of blood in, my, in me sort of thing. But um, I do follow them. Oh yeah, yeah, just, I know just, that. Just just see how they do every now and then. But when I think I was buzzing, there, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, I didn't expect that. Like, if any, wouldn't it be crazy after all the appointments? Jose Mourinho, Louis Van Gaal, uh, David Moyes, only going to Solskjaer wins the league. Isn't it, Ole? Under, like they haven't looked great, but they've, they've been really scraping out wins like big time. They've been fighting gritty now for wins. Now they look good. Like like I said, a few a few months few months ago, a few weeks they looked awful. But now they look they're looking good. Like the football are enjoyable. They're playing counter attacking football. Rashford's on form. Obviously Cavani's good. Bruno, I don't want to say he's the best midfielder in the Prem because. I think a lot of people find that controversial. Well, let's be honest. Yes, he he's the moment. best player in the Prem. We're Pogba saying it up. right here. But yeah, best player in Prem. You've got McTominay, who's insane. Fred and a good on defensive. Bay is he's always been a good player, but he's got injured and he just chucks himself in front of everything. Like literally, just chucks himself in front of out. Wambasaka, obviously, you know what he's about. Tellez is a good addition. Like I'm excited. Like it's exciting to see Manu back where they should be. He is literally now, I think it is Man U, Liverpool, Everton, Man City. What yeah. a four, mate. What a four. Like, the thing about this, Merseyside and Manchester are going head to head for the first time in years for the title. Absolutely buzzing. If they're the top four for the Champions League, it is. The Prem this season is, is fun to watch. I've got on May, like, Man City started off really slow, but all of a sudden they've popped up and now the Man City, what everyone knows, fast, fast-paced football. 
enjoyable to watch. Even though I'm a massive Man U fan, Man City have been enjoyable to watch for years. And they've picked that back up. Obviously, Everton, as soon as they got Ancelotti, you knew then you're like, come on. Yeah. Work is magic. If, if they gave him the money and he brought in Allen, he brought in Decore, he brought in... No, he's made for Charleston good. Sorry, Dominic Calvert-Lewis, one of the best players in Prem at the moment, strikers. He's got like 10 goals. But Tottenham, I think you can't leave them out the syndicate just yet. What happened Harry to Tottenham? Because he was so- on fire, wasn't they? What happened to him? Yeah, they were, they were, they were second and like, like fifth or something. They've had a bad strain of results, but nah. But I think they won last night again. And Harry Kane and Son are obviously such a deadly duo. So enjoyable to watch as well. Tottenham are. Yeah, as a team, but Harry Kane are deadly. Absolutely I'm, lethal. I'm glad to see Mourinho. Because if you've been watching, if you've seen any all, all or nothing like clips um, of him talking to this team, but he does look, he just looks rejuvenized. Like I remember seeing him at Man United, I think he just looks so grumpy. He just looks so like boring. It just looked. It just. It just didn't look like the Mourinho we know, and it was upsetting to see that like, as a Mourinho, Mourinho fan. Like, he's a special one. He is the special one. That's why they call him that. And I mean, yeah, he just thought he, he was bored. He was bored. He was like just, just, just had no energy for it. Really. And I was like, shit, that's just horrible to see. And yeah. when he went, I was like, I was glad him gone because he just didn't deserve that. Like, and he's and he seems like a really yeah, nice guy. Like, he's a really good yeah, guy. He's and, a good manager. And the top now, he looks rejuvenized. Like he looks really happy. He's a, you can see some of all or nothing clips. Amazing. His Instagram mate. speaks for itself. I know yeah. you've said that, man, but his Instagram speaks for itself. Yeah, it's not him. It's definitely not him. It's definitely a social media manager that's working it for him. But um, it's just good to see him back happy whilst playing managing football. Team. I've not seen him like proper like moany like the old Marino Man United like for ages now. I've seen him happy backing his players at Tottenham, really like, getting behind self. the team. His cocky self, the old one, the special one, back. That's what I want to see. Marino, look, mate, we're in for a yeah, top year yeah. this year. Like Chelsea, that they'll be back and win the mix. Trust is. me. Arsenal are creeping up. Like, you don't, think don't. I mean, Chelsea? Are. Arsenal are creeping up. Like, they're Chelsea slowly are. creeping up. Arsenal are creeping up still. They always <laughs> manage to get in and behind it. I'll tell you now. I know. It did, the beat, man, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're still creeping up, mate. It's going to be an interesting one. My money's still on Man City. It's... I said from the start, Man City will win. I feel. I just feel like they're just... They're that, they're that team. They're, they're, they lose and they get Isn't batted it? around and they still fight. And I, I, I don't hate. I just don't like Man City because of that. I just don't like them. Like, as a Man United fan, I just don't yeah, like them. Yeah. Like, I still like work from and stuff like that. Like, I don't mind the club or anything. I, I don't like Man City, how good they are. It annoys me how good they are. It does my head in. Yeah, like, yeah. Even, like even when they don't win the yeah. league, they, they still look amazing. It's like, please stop. Enjoyable, yeah. Such an enjoyable team to watch. Like, obviously, like, Liverpool, I don't mean to say I enjoy watching them, but they're enjoyable. Like, Man City and Liverpool are so. I used to love, well, they probably were. Last season, I used to love watching Liverpool versus Man City because what a game that is. Always high scoring. Yeah. It's just such a good to watch. Like, now Manchester United, back up. They're coming from, we're winning. I'm going to call in uh, on this podcast. We are winning the league. I mean, that's, that's all I'll say. I'm, I'm one of the things. I'd rather Liverpool win than City. Does that sound controversial? No, like, no, no. Oh. I would rather Liverpool win it than City because I just don't like. I don't want any of them to I win it. I don't want City to win it again. Like they're winning it too many times yeah. and it's doing my head in, man. Please stop winning it. <laughs> Let someone else win it, please. <laughs> but it's like I'd rather Liverpool win it again because it's like they're not winning it for years. It's not a massive deal. Like a couple of times, it's like it's okay for me. Like, fans. Like, some of the fans have been real. That like, they deserve it. Those loyal fans have stuck by them, gritted by them. But, 
100 yeah, I agree with that. When people shit on teams, they forget like Man City, like Man City got those gritty fans. I'm happy they got those urban titles because they was there when the club was like mid-table team. And they fans, them sort of exactly. fans deserve it, man. They deserve all that love. The Gallaghers. For sure. Like massive fans, aren't they? The Gallaghers. Yeah, huge, mate. Huge. But they're OGs. That's why I'll never come and say, I hate this club. I hate this because every club, like you got to think, they're in their shoes. Like they've got fans as well who go back, who ride or die for them. Elmen away, everybody. They're following the same journey yeah. you are. Just just to support a different team. That's what I'm saying. So I'm never massively, I hate a team when they win the league. Sometimes I just as a, as a as a as like look as a neutral, I'd rather see a different team win it than every team every year. Like Man City, like at one point they were just yeah, win like, the league every year, weren't they? Or every 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 other year. Yeah, I think they won it back to back. Like you look at our league, and it's definitely the most versatile. We've had Leicester, win, we've had Chelsea, and well, Chelsea, this decade, well, last decade, we had Chelsea, Man U win. We, had, <sighs> pardon me, Man City, Liverpool, Leicester, like the top four, top tens are always constantly changing. Wolves are always up there. Everton are. Obviously, Arsenal used to be contenders. Like, I know for me, like, these past seven years has been pain. Just pain. Yeah, That's all just... I can say is pain. Especially yeah. in the Prem, it's been pain. Champions League, pain. <laughs> yeah, everywhere we've been, been there, it's been pain. It's been a tough one. We've won a couple of shows, which I mean, I, I like Oli. I don't be just going to say, I give him time, man, because he's a good character. Like, he really does give a brightness to the place. Yeah, like, I know even when things are like that, he's a good character. And, like... I just don't. I, and you can see he really loves Man United. He really wants to turn this around. Like he's, he's got a love for the club. You can see and it's evident in the way his team he's plays. A legend, isn't he? Like, and his team does play for him. Like, they, sometimes they just have not been good yeah. enough, and it's simple as that. They've been outplayed. Yeah. And sometimes teams have not played for him, and it's simple as that. Sometimes his team has not played. Totally for him. That's agree. A simple thing. So oh, you, you could say some some players for Mourinho definitely didn't play for him. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. But like. It seems for Ole, every time he's like jobs on the line, they end up winning by like four one or something. Like Bruno changed the entire David, like changed the entire how that team's run. Like Manu were okay, but now Manu Bruno is it's his mentality, it's his win, it's his effort. Every every time he loses the ball, he'll go and chase the ball. He'll tell someone to go and chase it. He barks at you all the time. What for me, Maguire is an okay captain, but Bruno should be the captain for me. Yeah, I don't know too much about it, but I would I like Maguire. But yeah, if, if you think Bruno's the captain, mate, then I, I agree. So I've not seen too much, like I say, but it's an interesting one. So we'll see. But yeah, finally, we'll do predictions now for, for the season. We might, we might, we've not done it before, so we might as well do it, give it, get it a go. Um, since the table's quite close, constantly compacted, it's hard to pick who's going to win it at the minute. So it was your top four, and it was it's four teams, it's three teams that go down, and was it two? Was it four? I'm team yeah, go down. Three, three. three. So it's three teams that go down. So pick three, three that go three, down. Yeah. And the four to the four in the top four. No, right, for my quickly. three to go down, I've I've got to say Sheffield United for like five points. Come on, like that is tough. Um, West Brom, I'm probably falling. I think they're them three off the bat. Top four is going to be tough, but I've got to go for. I think you said Man City, um, Liverpool, of course, them two, Manchester United to win the league, hundred percent for me and. I think um, I think Tottenham are just going to overtake Everton. I think Everton are going to bad run and Tottenham will just overtake them. So you've got Man United to win the league. Just run, run, yeah. run, run, run through that again quickly. Top four. Run so Man U, I think I'm going to go Man U, Man City and Liverpool and Tottenham are fourth. Man City, Liverpool. What are you saying for yours? Um, I would say... Um, 
Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal. I think Man United will slip off. I do. I just, I, I think they'll slip off. It's a, it's a tough one. I think they'll slip off. Remember the name. Remember when I get this right. Remember, remember. Yeah, we'll no, yeah, I've got it. I'll have to come back to this. But, but if I get it wrong, you can slightly friendly. Well, Arsenal top four is a bit controversial, but we'll see. I yeah, I will. I've, I've seen the game of the day. Arsenal managed. If if Arsenal take off a Man U, I don't know what I think that is pain. Yeah, for I, sure, I'll mate. just have to say. <laughs> that would that would do me to be fair. Like my grandma's an Arsenal fan, I would never hear the end of it, mate. <laughs> never hear the end of it ever. Like, oh, where did Man United finish? She said, "That's what they say." Well, I don't know, granddad. Uh, well, I don't think they made Champions League, did they? Uh, I don't. Know. <laughs> I do know. We've come from fifteenth and overtook Man U. We didn't come close to winning Premier League, but we overtook Man U. So that's all I'm bothered about. That's what, that's what makes me laugh. Like, Arsenal got such an agenda with Man United. Like, my granddad hates Man United. He's like, yeah, anything yeah, about do. Man United players, like, yeah, we don't. We hate them. They generally have the hate for Man U. Like, it's as it's strong as Man City versus Man United, isn't it? Arsenal versus Man U. It's oh, a strong yeah. rivalry. Because Arsenal back in back in two thousands were one of the best teams in Prem, probably one of the best teams in Prem history, weren't they? With Thierry Henry on that. Yeah. And then you had Man U with Rude Derive and Aldo Gigs, like them teams, and then you had Chelsea. You had like them teams were entertaining yeah. to watch. So that's why I think it goes so so far so far back and carries on. Yeah, some of the classes over the years are amazing, mate. Um, but bottom three, uh, I've got, you'll be, be surprised by this as well, I've got the league up here, so I'm not too uh, sure on the league. Um, I've got Leeds to go down, West Brom, oh, yeah. and Sheffield United. I think Sheffield United will fight back. I do think, that, I think they'll kick on for a little bit now. But I think they will um, start losing games again because they just don't got, they don't got enough, they don't got enough depth. One. They haven't got enough depth in the squad, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting season. Yeah, mate, it's been a good season so far. Like It's been a very competitive Enjoyable. season. Enjoyable, for sure. There's yeah. been a lot of twists and turns. Like, it's not one team dominating. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out, but we'll be here, for, we'll be here to discuss it every week. And uh, finally, Joe, um, yeah. we've, got, we've got a Jonathan Noel interview coming out tomorrow as well. Um, people haven't seen it. Yeah. It was a bit of a rundown on that. People didn't see the last episode. Very exciting. It is a basketball guard from Boston College. He's such a nice guy to do the right nice to talk to. Um, and it was just an, an enjoyable experience. He gave me good answers. Like he talks about how different sport is in America to the UK, um, how he prepares for the draft if that ever happens, and what what team he'd like to get prepared for the draft. Like very enjoyable interview. Definitely a great interview to hear, and don't miss it if you're a basketball fan or if an American fan because it's an interesting interview about America as well itself. Yeah. And um, as well, I, I am arranging more interviews as well for Joe for the basketball show, so there'll be more uh, basketball interviews coming in the following weeks as well with a player Sign from Hartford University at the minute I'm working on, so look out for that. And uh, also as well, uh, next next podcast, I'll just give a rundown of what we're talking about. Um, Logan Paul, he's getting involved in all this Jake Paul stuff, feel bad for him. We're going to be going through dream interviews, dream jobs. We're going to be going through all that. Um, oh, yeah. Lockdown, lack of sleep. We're going to talk about that. That's an interesting theory. Um, and this Cobra Kai theory I was sent on YouTube, which is very in-depth and probably will take us another 40 minutes to discuss, so we'll not get into it today. So and there'll definitely be more <laughs> things we'll talk about as well, the Premier League and stuff. There'll be an NBA. There'll be plenty of things to come out next week, so uh, look out for that. Anyway, yeah. this has been Back of a Bang, episode nine. I'm your host, Charlie Bolden. This is Jeremy Glade. Thank you for your time, Joe, again. It's been enjoyable. Thank you. No worries.